What's up, podcast listeners? We're back, Drew and Andy. Welcome to episode five of What's Up Castleberry podcast. We hope you're as pumped as we are. Andy and I are Castleberry residents and local pastors who desire to have casual conversations on this podcast for the good of the people of Castleberry about Castleberry-related topics and including our guests and friends who are involved with Castleberry. So, Andy, it's a beautiful day. Actually, it's not beautiful outside. It's kind of rainy. But what's going on with you? How's your week been? My week has been great. I am uh, grateful to be alive. I've been involved in some projects that have uh, challenged me and stimulated me. And uh, I love those kind of things. You know, often we run away from obstacles, but I think obstacles help shape and strengthen our character. So so bring them on. Absolutely. What about you? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I see you got your hair cut. I, I did get my hair cut. That's correct. By a gentleman who didn't understand English very well? Yeah, I I will freely admit uh, it did not come out, turn out as quite like I'd like it, but my wife loves me anyway. Andy, you're still my friend. I'm okay. Good. God loves me. Yeah, it's all the, good. You know, my, my friendship is unconditional. Despite a haircut like that, I still think you're a decent guy. And I'm just grateful that our podcasters are listening, not watching. So Correct. that's good. Me as well. Me as well. That's good. Well, hey, Andy, for our uh, our news segment this week, I, I had just a, a thought as it is the season uh, of Girl Scout cookies. I, I want to yes. introduce this topic my to My favorite season. Forget about fall or Christmas, it's Girl Scouts cookies, right? Absolutely. Well, each week we try to uh, solicit some news, whether it's a Google alert, a local social media post, just different things that are happening here locally in Castleberry. So what's going on in the news of Castleberry? And I will tell you, the businesses I attend, the, the places I go, it seems that it is Girl Scout cookie mania. And so I just wanted to discuss <laughs> what it is about the, the, the deliciousness of the cookies, the whole phenomenon that is uh, Girl Scouts. and Yeah, so I love sales. it. I've been you know going to Publix the other day and there's like forever. They must start at 6 in the morning and go to 10 o'clock at night, different teams of Girl Scouts selling their cookies. And, uh, you, you know, I always uh, – we, we're trying to cut, that, cut down on sugar in our house. So I'll walk by them and say, hey, I'll catch you on the way out on a flippity-flip. Then I'll always go out the other door so I can kind of kind of miss them. But I tell you, my kids have been saving up their money to buy Girl Scout cookies. And then they've been keeping them in their rooms and not sharing them. And so part of me says, that's good. I don't want them because I don't need the sugar. But part of me is like, hey, I'm your father. You give me, you give me a cookie. <laughs> What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Uh, I, I'm a big fan of anything peanut butter. So those, those peanut butter – Covered, they honestly they kind of taste like a Reese's yeah. peanut butter cup to me. I'm, I'm a thin mint guy. Thin mint, okay. classic, classic. Yeah, absolutely. Strong, great with a nice cup of tea. When, Andy, when did Girl Scout cookie sales become so visible? When, do, can you recall back? It's been several years. Yeah, well, I hate to break this to you, Drew, but I was never a Girl Scout, so I can't speak with any authority on this. <laughs> but uh, it does seem that over the last four or five years, they've really accelerated. I think they got their branding right. Uh, I think they got their pricing uh, wrong for a consumer, but great for a nonprofit. <laughs> so I think they uh, make a lot of money. Um, I, I, my son was in the Boy Scouts for a while, and they uh, sold the popcorn. And uh, cookies and popcorn, cookies kind of win every time. They, Absolutely. They get it right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's interesting to note that with the cookie sales, so often we have all these wonderful 
uh, Girl Scout leaders. I assume many of them are mothers of, of mm-hmm. some of the children. Uh, thank you to all the moms out there and Girl Scout leaders who just do such a phenomenal job. I just want to encourage you uh, as just an observer, as a consumer of Girl Scout cookies. That, consumer of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> that uh, moms, you are doing a great job and just want to say from the podcast host here, give yourself grace that you are loved, that you're cared for. You are more than the value of those Girl Scout cookies. And I would just like to encourage Girl Scout selling cookies or Girl Scout mom selling cookies that we here at the podcast, our podcast team, Drew, myself and Robin, our brilliant administrator, would welcome uh, a sponsorship from Girl Scout cookies in response for uh, what do you think? 10, 20 boxes of oh, yeah. assorted cookies. We will give you a 30 second shout out on the next podcast. There you go. The, <laughs> you can con- comment and contact us on our Facebook, Instagram, or podcast feed. I like the plug, <laughs> right. Andy. Right. Well, that's been our hashtag. Cast- give us cookies and we will see it very quickly. Hashtag cookie monster. <laughs> That's been Castleberry in the news for today. Andy, let's uh, shift gears here now and let's take a moment to answer a question that one of our listeners has submitted to us. We love getting feedback from you. Uh, We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, as well as this podcast feed, all with the name What's Up Castleberry. And you can post direct messages to us. We'll read them. Robin, our lovely administrator, as we've mentioned, is going to help us find the perfect question to read and discuss on the air. So today's question, Andy, is this. It's about us. Andy and Drew, where are you from? It sounds like you both have distinct accents. Now, I'm taking that as a compliment. I think you <laughs> like hearing our voices, but we do. From one another, we have quite well, I think distinct. the big compliment is that we've got a listener who submitted a question. I mean, that, that, that means we're up to three now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so so where are you from, Andy, and how did you get your accent? Yes, yeah, so uh, I grew up in England uh, in various towns in uh, the south. I was kind of born in the, the southwest in Bristol, and then we lived in Yorkshire, which is uh, up north, as they would say. And then we moved, and I spent most of my formative years in a town called Colchester, which is about 45 minutes northeast of London. It was a great place to live. Uh, So many special memories there. Uh, It was pretty rural, so we experienced the quiet life. But again, we're only 45 minutes an hour from London, so we wanted the big city. We could experience that again. So so that's kind of where my accent originated. Um, But over the years... um, my accent has uh, changed, and it is rather humorous when people try to guess where my accent is from. Uh, normally, people suggest uh, Boston, the North East. I could hear that. That kind of place, and it makes sense, right? Because um, you know the, the the Northeast New England originated from the UK, and so as I have kind of gravitated south. Um, Sounds like maybe my accent has as well. But I do have a unique accent. And when I go to England, people think I sound American. And when I'm here in America, people think I'm English. So um, I think really I deserve my own little private island where I can develop my own accent. And I like that. People who speak like me. Be able to talk like Andy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Andy, and in fact, we're offering some classes for three easy payments of nineteen ninety five. 
I will teach you how to speak like me. Uh, perfect. <laughs> Andy, uh, on a quick aside, since, you know, most Americans just associate. Oh, oh, I will trade that class for Girl Scout cookies. Oh, there you go. I like that. The, the throwback to our Castleberry in the News segment. Uh, Andy, so since most Americans believe that England, it's about soccer, right? It's about fish and chips. It's about certain adult beverages. Andy, what, do you have a, a specific soccer team, soccer club that you root for? Well, I do. I mean, just to correct you, when talking about soccer in England, we call it football. Oh, it's football. And there is this crazy, yep. crazy, crazy reason that we call it football. You know what it is? No. It's a game you play with your feet, as opposed to American football, which is primarily a game that you play with your hands. So <laughs> just, to, just to get that in there. Well, you know what Americans like to do. We like to take things from England and actually take them over like our country. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, all right. Touche. <laughs> so what are your question? So, my favorite team. Yes. My favorite team was a team that most people haven't heard of because they haven't done very well for a number of years, and they are called Ipswich Town, um, which is close to where I grew up. My dad and I spent a lot of time uh, together um, watching them and just engaging in sport, and they became my team and my identity, and that's a... That's another story. Um, now, of course, I'm an Orlando City fan. That's right. In case listeners don't know, our very own Andy here is the chaplain of the Orlando City team and just does a really phenomenal job of uh, celebrating and cultivating the, a, a positive atmosphere amongst the team there. Orlando City for life, right? Yeah, that, well, that's right. <laughs> well, on my side, yeah. uh, I am a Florida born and bred young man. I was... A cracker? A cra- what's, a, what's a Florida it, cracker? We, we are a Florida cracker. That's right. <laughs> Is that a compliment uh, or an insult? I, uh, I, I take it as a compliment. Okay. I mean, you know, deep, deep roots. <laughs> Robin is shaking sure. her head here saying, no, you just insulted him. <laughs> and and we we do joke, Andy, that, that Florida is the one state, the farther north you go and head, the, the more southern you become. And so I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I was born in Brooksville, Florida, which is west of here, but it is, I would say, considered southern in that we are very small, very rural community, very proud of my uh, upbringing there in Brooksville. I've got family from uh, Tennessee and other places in the South, so I do occasionally get get referred to as having a more Southern accent. So but, as you were stereotyping all British people, let me stereotype all Southern people. Do you drink a lot of iced tea? That's fair. Uh, I, I, I am not a huge sweet tea guy, but, sweet tea, but, right. but lemonade. I love lemonade. I love uh, fish and grits, anything fried. So yes, all those Southern stereotypes do hold true. And I do I perhaps speak a little bit slower than other folks from other parts of the country. Well, thank you, listener, for that great question. I hope you, uh, over the course of listening to Andy and I, get a sense that we really do enjoy being friends. We enjoy sharing about our life and about what it's, life is like in the city of Castleberry, where we live. Today's sponsor is Platinum Signs. Platinum Signs has been a sponsor. Now, this is our fourth episode with them as our premier sponsor. They uh, are located just behind the Target in Castleberry off 1792. Yesha Patel and her team do a phenomenal job of serving businesses and individuals with graphics, logos. I've mentioned in previous podcasts, they served us at Willow Creek with our uh, staff shirts, and they've served the podcast, Andy, with 
providing just an absolutely beautiful step and repeat banner behind us. So if you have any kind of logo. Which is great. It makes your haircut look good too. It does indeed. It helps. It helps. It blends in. <laughs> if you have any logo, graphic, design that you would like to be featured for your business or individual needs, please contact Yesha Patel at Platinum Signs in Castleberry. They also have an Oviedo location as well. Uh, at this time, we're going to transition now to a quick break before we get to today's guest. All right, welcome back. We're very excited here at the What's Up Castleberry podcast to have our guest for today. Our guest is uh, a friend to many, a, a local for quite a long time. His name is Tim Weigel. Thank, Hi, Tim. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. A local for a long time. Tim, how long have you been in Casper? What's your family history and roots here? Technically, it feels like almost my entire life, which is about true. Okay. <laughs> uh, my mom moved to Castleberry probably when I was four. Oh, okay. And then she left Castleberry, moved to Conway, and then we moved back in 92. So did you go to the Castleberry Elementary School? Was I went that... to Sterling Park Elementary. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Sterling Park, Tuscaloosa, and Lake Howell. Okay, gotcha. So you really are a Castleberry uh, local boy. Local mm -hmm. boy. There. Very much so. <laughs> there we go. And tell us a little bit about you, Tim. What do, what do you do? Who are you? What does life look like for you? That's a big question. Isn't it? <laughs> life is very busy for me. <laughs> so um, I know you just got back from Chicago. Yes. I went to Chicago because I'm actually volunteer for my business attorney. Okay. And they had an event in Chicago, so I went up there and spoke mm -hmm. at my business attorney's event. I also have a wife and a four-year-old that keeps me very, very busy. Uh, I'm a realtor, so that basically means I have no life. And then I also volunteer. These are the best kind of gift, guests, the ones with no life. Yes. That's, uh, that's the quality we want to know. We carved it in ourselves. No, that's not true. And then, and then I also volunteer for the chamber. Yes. So Right. So uh, you, you are a realtor, Tim. To, uh, what organization, what realty company do you work for? Watson Realty. Watson. And I just saw on social media, you won a pretty fairly prestigious award recently. For the fourth year in a row, I won the Silver Pinnacle Award, which basically means $5 million or more in production. Wow. Fantastic. Good for you, so, Tim. Thank you. That's great. Well, one of the things that was really interesting to Andy and I as we were preparing to, to host you as a guest was just what's going on in Castleberry regarding real estate. I mean, all over the place, it seems like new developments are going in, um, some, some new homes. It's really exciting time to live here in Castleberry. Uh, Tim, as a realtor, what when you're talking to both folks in the community and those who are considering joining our community, uh, what's Castleberry's greatest selling point? Why would you encourage people to come move here and live in our city? I think Castleberry's greatest selling point is one that we are a community. A lot of times you go into these other areas and it's like a little small neighborhood, but in Castleberry, it's like everyone's proud to be part of Castleberry. Yeah. Uh, then on top of it, you got so many different parks and recreations involved. And the fact that the city of Castleberry puts on a free event, second Friday of every month, it's where you get to go listen to music, have food trucks, and have something to do, and it's not going to hurt your pocketbook. I, I think that's great, and that's my experience as well. There's something special about Castleberry. It's more than, and I don't know how to define it, but it's more than a collection of neighborhoods and things like that. There is, you know, people used to talk about uh, community spirit, and uh, Castleberry still has that, and you don't see that very often. And uh, I, I agree. I think that's a, um, a very important selling point. I mean, how, how do you kind of communicate that 
with someone who's lo- who's looking in the looking to buy a house. You just kind of when you're talking to them, you let them know of all the different amenities both within the neighborhood and outside the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know the different events that are going on. A lot of areas that have high walkability scores, mm-hmm. people love. You know places that they can walk to, have events, enjoy themselves, and then walk home. So do you know what um, Castleberry's walkability score is? I've never heard such a thing. <laughs> Not really sure overall the score on it because yeah. the Zillows and things like that will put what's the walkability score. Right. But, you know, the closer you get to, like, Lake Concord, it's going to be a higher walkability because you have places you can go without gotcha. transportation. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. I, I love some of the walking paths and trails in Castleberry, which are connected to Seminole County, which are connected to the broader region as well. I think that's a, that's a huge <laughs> selling point. Yes, especially if you like to exercise and try to go around that entire path. Yeah, sometimes those walking paths are so nice, I wish I could just go for a drive down them. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I completely agree, Tim, about the accessibility, the walkability. One thing that Castleberry has been known for, though, is that we are limited in the terms of actual land mass and space. Uh, what what does that mean for both current and perhaps you know future uh, housing property values? Well, the fact that we're kind of limited, obviously, in land mass because they're obviously not making any more land. So <laughs> yeah. uh, what we're going to start probably seeing is kind of like some of the stuff that you saw in Winter Park, where like for example, yeah. older homes are getting redone, built up newer communities because we have certain patches in Castleberry that are a little bit older Mm -hmm. that investors are going to come in, put some money into it, which is going to really help property values for some of the newer homes that are built in the area as well. Yeah, that's that's great for all of us. Um, And again, uh, as house prices go up because of that, um, you know, there's there's more that can be built around that and stuff like that. And our community just gets stronger and stronger. That's that's awesome. So, Tim, you mentioned you already – Uh, You're also involved in the Chamber of Commerce, and uh, Drew's a member, (laughs) and I'm a member, and you're our fearless leader, and we love our times with the Chamber. Um, But tell us what the Chamber does. Um, You know, what what, what does the average kind of year look like in the life of a Chamber, and what does your role as president look like? So I love our Chamber because it's probably one of the more unique Chambers out there. Because a lot of the chambers, it's all about promoting the business, promoting the business, promoting the business. And our chamber is kind of like the reverse of that, where it's promote the community, promote the community, promote the community. That's a great way to say Um, it. There's different chambers that, you know, everyone has certain charities that they affiliate with. Us, we kind of affiliate with everything local. Mm -hmm. So we support the Castleberry Elementary Food Pantry. Uh, We support the Castleberry Art House. And we've even created a Castleberry Scholarship for students that go to high schools pulled from the Casper area. That's really, awesome. Really? we So we support local kids going to, to college through our scholarship. Could, I, I've heard about this event. I've honestly never participated in it. It's such a slacker. But I've got a 16-year-old daughter, so my radar is up for things uh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share about what that, that night and what that event looks like and just the history there? So the event, and I believe this year, and excuse me if I'm wrong on the date, but I want to say it's April 1st. I'm sure some are going to listen to it and tell me yeah. I'm wrong. Hopefully not. <laughs> this is but... no April Fool, though. <laughs> That's why I remember the date, actually. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. We're going to give you money. Psych. We're taking it back. <laughs> but we give out money. Like Scott's tots on, on, on the office. <laughs> you Sorry, and your office. We will not, yeah, we will not overpromise. We, your scholarship's <laughs> money is good. The chamber <laughs> is good for it. <laughs> um, 
But we give out scholarships. We try to give two to each high school, Lyman High School, Winter Springs High School, and Lake Howell High School. Mm-hmm. Um, the funds vary. Um, usually it's somewhere around $500. Um, depending on the amount of money we raised the year before, we might end up giving more. Um, it's all about balancing the budget on that part. And, you know, we have a nice event at Gallery J. And what we'll end up doing is we present them with their scholarship. We also go present them at the school. And we have a very dedicated scholarship committee that goes through all the essays. Including one of our own uh, school board members, correct? Karen Almond? Actually, yes. Karen Allman. Thank uh, you, Karen. (laughs) She's very dedicated to the scholarship, and she does a lot for it, and we thank her for that. But, yeah, she makes sure everything gets out to the schools so it gets properly promoted so that we can help somebody with some of the cost of college. That's fantastic. I mean, you know, you hear Chamber of Commerce and cynically it's easy to say, oh, consume, consume, consume. But I love that our chamber is is how can we be generous? How can we support? How can we build? Uh, So you have monthly meetings with different speakers. Yes. And a great meal. And you do several events throughout the year. Tell us about those events and what you've got coming up soon. So coming up, we have the golf tournament, uh, which is a very rare one, I think, too, because we've partnered with the Maitland Chamber. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Maitland versus Castleberry. And the way we kind of approach that one is we're both kind of like two forgotten cities. Mm-hmm. Maitland gets overwhelmed sometimes by Winter Park. We get overwhelmed by some of the other cities in Seminole County. So it's the tales of two cities saying, hey, we're here. Don't forget about us. Is, is there a healthy competition there? Um. Healthy, but we, we definitely want to beat Maitland. All right. That's that, that, <laughs> like, if, if Mary's, this is an unhealthy competition. If, Those are if, the best kind. <laughs> if Mary's listening, I'm sure she's probably going to text me. Yeah, good. So um, so let's kind of make a little uh, shout out right now. If you are uh, a golfer and would like to join one of the teams, uh, reach out to Tim. But here's the deal. If you're not a good golfer, don't reach out because we only want the best because we want to hashtag beat Maitland. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Tim, so as far as serving the community, uh, giving back financially, we've touched on those. Uh, what would be the be- two questions for you? Number one, what would be the best way for people to explore and learn more about what the chamber is doing? Would it be attending a meeting? Would it be going on our Facebook or, or website? What, what would you suggest people to do to kind of research more about the chamber? And then I'll ask a follow up. Multiple avenues. Um, definitely, you could check out our website. You could check out our Facebook to learn about everything that's coming up, as well as we got our business luncheons that we do first Wednesday of every month. So come on out. You get a good lunch. You that's get a Metro Life Metro Life Church. Church. Um, you'll get a good lunch. You get a good speaker. In March, it actually is going to be our state of the city. Oh, so we'll have a lot of the different officials from the city of Castleberry there talking about what's to come. Yeah, I know in the past you've had the city manager, uh, the chief of police, the Mm -hmm. mayor on a panel together, and that is a fascinating uh, don't miss uh, event in the city. Yeah, That's right. And so, Tim, um, for business leaders and business owners, folks that work for different companies that I'm sure are listening, uh, what would you say is is maybe the number one incentive motivation for them to be involved, to join the chamber and membership like you yourself uh, have joined? It's just really the synergy. A lot of people will join chambers because they're trying to get referrals and increase their business, which, you know, that is the main purpose of it. But there's also the purpose of the knowledge and what you gain from improving your network. 
the more people you have in your network, the greater reach you have, the greater reach you have, the longer your business might thrive in our current environments. I love it. I love it. What, what are some of the ways that the chamber has uh, shaped you as a leader? Well, sorry, I, that's not on our sheet. I just asked that one. Right no, that, that's fine. <laughs> that's completely fine. Um, I think it's helped me with a different level because because of me already volunteering with my business attorney, I already deal with multiple personalities, mm-hmm. but they're also college students. So it's a different mindset when you're dealing with the business leaders because I'm still dealing with multiple personalities. Right. But it's a different conversation than that's hazy and you can't do that <laughs> versus, okay, this is why we don't want to do it. Right. So right. I think it's really helped me hone that skill of bridging the gap from me talking to younger people to now dealing with business leaders. Gotcha. That's good. Well, we're so grateful for the leadership that you offer uh, at the, the chamber. Uh, I know you do lots of other events. You do the golf tournament. Um, you know, we've talked about some of those, the kickball tournament. Um, <laughs> want to talk about that. Also, um, food and wine. Uh, of everything that you do, what's your, your favorite event? What is, what is the kind of event that brings us closer together and makes us stronger as a community? I would have to say the food and wine event. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm sure many people go to the Epcot Food and Wine and they're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. For us, you spend 20 to $30, all you can eat, all you can drink while we have supplies. Yeah. And you have some great vendors too. Yeah. Ours. And we got some really good food. Uh, some of the food you might have never even tried that are local. And then after you try it there, you suddenly will go eat there later well, on. That, that was my experience when I went last year. I was walking around the the food vendors and I'm like, oh, I didn't know we had this kind of food in our, mm-hmm. in our area. And um, yeah, it's really increased my uh, restaurant repertoire. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that event is great. I've had the privilege of serving a, a couple of years uh, as a representative of the chamber. And you are the wine tester? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Sam, you do, you do a really nice job, you and the entire team of, of putting that event together. It's every November uh, at Lake Concord. And I, I personally enjoy kind of, you know, dressing up a little bit and just seeing some <laughs> some folks, you know, come out and uh, make make Castleberry, mm-hmm. Classleberry. Uh, that's a word. Yeah, there you go. That's a, there's a hashtag for it. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> and so, Tim, you and Drew work together on the kickball tournament, which is coming up soon as well. And we're encouraging local businesses, organizations, uh, churches, fraternities to submit a team. And that's a day of healthy competition as well. You want to tell us about that a little bit? So kickball tournament, early April. Drew's been our fearless leader of it for, is this your third year? I have. This is my third year. It's Saturday, April the 4th is the kickball tournament for those that are 16 years of age and up. Uh, the, as Tim mentioned at the beginning of our time together, the, the funds go back into the community, specifically the Castleberry Elementary Food Pantry. So if you'd like to sign up for kickball, we, you can reach out to our chamber uh, website or our chamber Facebook page or me directly. I'd love to connect you and uh, form a team. In fact, one of the joys for me is seeing teams of, of people come together, have healthy competition, but also have kind of the faith community yeah. as well as the business community <laughs> yeah. coming together for this this great yeah. event. Well, my church is going to put together a team this year, and our one goal is to uh, – to at least not lose too heavily to Castleberry Elementary, who seem to <laughs> beat us every year. Um, so kudos to those uh, 
Castleberry teachers, but we're coming for you. They we're coming bring, for you. They bring ringers. <laughs> they, they, ah, well, you said it, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, as we uh, as we kind of wrap up our time, thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, Tim, I want to give people the opportunity who are interested in, either in uh, real estate or the Chamber of Commerce or other endeavors, things that you are passionate about, including perhaps UCF. <laughs> You're wearing your, your night shirt. Go Knights. Go Knights. Yes. Uh, how can people, Tim, find out more about the Chamber, more about you? and possibly get more involved and connected. Yeah, definitely with the Chamber. It's the website. Our Facebook is going to be great avenues for it as far as me personally. What's your web address? Cas- what's it? Cas- now you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> URLs? I think it's CasperyChamber.org. CasperyChamber.org is what I think it is. If not, you can Google. I heard Google's a good service. <laughs> um, and then you can also find me. Won't last. <laughs> you know. Um, you can find me through my website, um, which is timvigel.watsonrealtycorp.com. Or you can also find me on my business Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm everywhere on social media except for Twitter. Well, you you are a pretty connected guy, which fits because you are a guy who connects our community to each <laughs> other. And we really appreciate uh, that. We thank you for coming on the show uh, and for providing us with some information. Hopefully some of our listeners will reach out and uh, look to, to buy a house from you, but certainly get involved in the chamber and some of the great events and activities that they have. So thanks for being a, a guest. But more than that, thank you so much for being a leader and a difference maker in our community. And uh, so often leaders don't get thanked enough. So we want to say thank you, Tim, for all that you do. We appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks again, Tim, for sharing your insights on what's happening in Castleberry. Uh, For our closing now, we'd like to transition to Andy, who has an inspirational quote for us that will hopefully encourage you, the listener. We do have a source for this quote, and it comes from C.S. Lewis. And uh, this is the quote of the week. True humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. True humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. One of the things I love about this quote is it reminds us uh, that we need to stay humble. We need to seek to put others first. We need to uh, look at being the servant. You know, Drew, one of the things that um, I really have a hard time with, and I think is the root of so many of our problems in in society, is, is the ego right? That we get so full of ourselves, so consumed about us. We think the revolves, the world revolves around us. And when we're living like that, we can't build community. We can't play our role in our society. We can't make a difference in our, in our city. So I love what C.S. Lewis is saying here. True humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. That's beautiful. And Andy, I could completely agree with you. Humility, servant leadership is a theme we've touched on in the past. It's a a good quality of being a citizen. And I love in that quote, it it is not saying to put yourself down, to to think less of yourself and who you are. Uh, Each one of us has unique and, and specific value in the eyes of our creator. And so we're very thankful for how we were made. But 
appropriately setting the standard of where we rank in terms of the big picture. Yeah. And humility is a um, difficult thing for us. It's counterintuitive. So maybe we would challenge our leaders today to, to do a humble act today. Maybe it could be something as simple as going up to a co-worker and saying, hey, I appreciate X about you, or I really appreciated when you did this, and it made a difference. But I uh, would encourage you to, to do a humble act to encourage someone around you today. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. When you said beautiful, were you talking about me or your new haircut or the quote? Oh, I've, I've got a closing haircut <laughs> remark in just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> this, this podcast today was produced uh, by James Bittner. Thank you, James. Music provided by Jeremy Birdsall. Woo! Graphics by Christian Moskoska. We thank you to our administrator, Robin. Yes! and today's sponsor, Platinum Signs. For more information, please check out our Facebook page, Instagram, podcast feed, all with the name What's Up Castleberry. Please like and subscribe, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, Andy, I'm gonna go get a haircut. (laughs) Have a great week.